0: Drop the subject, Allie and James, and you are you, and you can interact with us at DTS Show on Instagram and on Twitter. Please continue to interact with us. You can also still hit up that daddy line if you want to leave a message. Just tell us how you're feeling, 32386Daddy. Three, three, um, when it comes to, uh, we're going to get into a discussion now about what happens when you actually are firsthand witnessing police brutality. Because in the case with George Floyd, there were a lot of witnesses in that situation. There were a lot of witnesses that were recording, there were a lot of witnesses that were speaking up and begging the officers to stop. There were also a lot of people saying, "Hey, can we call the police on the police?" and it's it it, it raises this question of what can you do in the moment? What I mean, some there are some places that have laws against intervening with police activity. So, I think it's a good topic, it's a, it's a good thing to kind of really get into and figure out what in that exact moment could people or could have anyone, ha- if anything, if they could have done differently to save George Floyd's life.
1: Yeah, I think there, there are so many interesting things because, you know, one of the the Huffington Post actually has a really interesting article about this that, that sort of lists out what they say, the things that you can and cannot do are. It. And um, one of them was, you know, If you film it, which we can get to pause before posting it online, because it's kind of to your point, Ali, the individual who posted this online was actually 17 years old and ended up being subjected to quite a bit of harassment online and bullying for not having done more. And, you know, she was like, well, I'm also only 17 years old and I'm not about to fight a cop. I was also fearing for myself. And it also... Could have been illegal for her to do that. We found some interesting audio from a news station actually out of Boise, Idaho. Very proud of them uh, for trying to tackle this very question.
0: But he says there are laws on the book that define attempts to obstruct or resist a police officer as a crime. So if you saw that and and you felt compelled to step in, while morally it might be the right thing to do legally, you could be charged with resisting or obstructing an officer if you don't follow police officers' orders uh, or if you attempted to interrupt police conduct. And that's a misdemeanor and punishable by up to one year in jail.
1: And that's that's sort of specific to Idaho, but an example of of different laws that happen in all 50 states um, in terms of what happens when you specifically intervene with what is going on in police activity. And that is originally designed to protect police, right? As the thought process being, of course, this is how our criminal justice system works, that if there is a punishment for something that you do, it will deter you from doing that bad thing. So, the there then being punishment for intervening with what is supposed to be police activity that is necessary and warranted. But that is in a utopian world. That is in a perfect world. And that is not the world we are living in right now. So I think one of the most important things to remember, obviously, is that your safety is number one, um, particularly if you are a person of color. Um, you 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 have to take care of yourself. And so I know this is a really awful way to think, but the police particularly if you're a person of color. This is why there are protests right now, particularly if you're black. If you intervene, it could end up being harmful for you and the person that the police may be brutalizing.
0: You and me experiencing and witnessing the same event, you intervening versus me intervening would have different results. Yes. And yes. I think that that's worth acknowledging. And, and, and it's up it's something that, of course, you want to do as much as you possibly can, but you also want to keep your own safety in mind. And I think it's also, we have to think about like us as a human, as a human race in general on this planet. We all decided that this system of the cops are the ones enforcing the law, we're the ones who are going to try to abide by the law. That is a system that we have all accepted as like the, that That's the deal. That's what we all agreed on, right? And we're supposed to trust that system. Now trust in that system is fading. So when you see something going on and you don't agree with the methods that these police are taking to enforce the law, because that trust has dwindled, you don't have faith in the system anymore. And you're going, okay, well now it's not about, it. like the, the agreed thing of the police are doing the, they're enforcing the law and I'm abiding by it. That, that doesn't fly anymore for a lot of people. So then to say, you know what, I'm going to step in and I'm going to pull this officer off of this person because they're not doing what I think they should be doing to do their damn job.
1: Right. And it, it it's a really, really sticky situation. One of the things that you can do, most of us have these in our pocket as your cell phone, right? And you can start to film the encounter. Um, it is legal for you to do that, but police might try to stop you anyway um, and just know that. And so From filming it? Yes, um, and this this happens often. There are, there are cases of police um, grabbing phones and breaking them out of people's hands. There are cases of police grabbing phones, using the person's finger to open the fingerprint identification, and then deleting the video on the phone. Um, yeah, these, these cases happen all the time. So, uh, stay at least six feet away. If you choose to film it, I think you can film it. I think you can say, uh, I'm filming you right now. I've, I've personally done that before. Um, I've seen an individual pulled over and I stopped and I got out and I put on my phone and I was like, I'm filming you right now. Just so you know, this is, this is my camera. My name is James. This is my car. This is where I am. I'm filming you right now, and nothing happened. And you know, I think I still have the video, but that was years ago. But this is something that you have to do. But you have to stay far enough that the police don't try to grab your phone or wrestle you.
0: There are a lot of um, signs that have stuck out to me over the protests in the last few days, and one of them was how many weren't filmed.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: when when you we have so many brave people that are filming these events, and it's it's you know people are more likely to be held accountable in those situations. But the fact that you say cops are asking people or making people or forcing people to delete video and then other incidents, countless other incidents where it was not filmed at all, um, you know, and then, cops turning off their body cams you know there's just so many uh, it's so important to document these things wherever possible when we come back we're going to talk to ben glebe he's a comedian and he's doing something really lovely for some people who are still home right now and um and uh, it's a virtual comedy club that he's created so we're going to talk to him about that and um and how these events and how the civil unrest is in our country is affecting the comedy world so we'll talk about that when we get back